0: holy shit like a motherfucker motherfucker holy shit holy shit hi <laughs> hey, everybody it is me your boy Stu McAllister with me, as always, are the dogs, Sadie Dogs right there, winged dogs over there. They almost weren't there. Almost weren't there. Why, Stu? Why weren't they there? Because I was one second away from murdering the fuck out of both of them. Just straight murder. Have you ever murdered a dog before? Like sat around and plotted its death. (laughs) That's what I did today. I plotted their death, both of them. Because when I got home, the kitchen garbage can had been knocked over and there was shit everywhere and a good majority of it was coffee grounds. (laughs) So there's just shit everywhere. And uh, so I go looking I go look for the dogs, and Wean Dog's in her bed, and there is a TV dinner box <laughs> in the bed with her. Guilty as fuck! Sadie Dog's upstairs. She knows what's coming. So I'm yelling for her. And she comes down very slowly. She knows what's up. So I take them both. Show them the garbage. Kick both their faces in. Kick them outside. And then I throw them in their cage. I got a big cage. When I got Wean Dog for the first time, I bought a cage to kind of kennel her in. And uh, Wean Dog's like a 30 Forty-pound terrier this cage I bought is probably made for fucking a 200 pound Great Dane <laughs> it's huge so I can put both of them in it very comfortably there are two dog beds in there I'm like get in there motherfuckers so I had them in there for a good portion of the time now a lot of people go oh well the dog doesn't understand what you're punishing them for Guess what, everybody? I don't give a shit. (laughs) I feel better because they're in the goddamn cage. (laughs) Now, they might be going, what? Why am I in here? I don't give a shit. You're in there because I put you in there. (laughs) Ugh, Christ. So I clean it up. We're good to go. The dogs are roaming around. Whatever, fuck. Fuck. The problem is, all of my pets love destroying my shit. They love creating messes. The cats, the dogs, all of them. Fuck. That's why, if you're a pet owner, that's why you can never have anything nice. Never. Cats are always clawing at shit. Dogs are always fucking getting into garbage, doing other shit. They might legitimately be shitting in your house Fuck Hair everywhere Fuck But hey everybody It's me, your boy Stu Callister If this is your first time listening Yes, all of the podcasts are like that A lot of ranting A lot of swearing Uh, None of it makes any sense Stream of consciousness It's crazy Uh, Used to tell jokes Used to do social work Now, fuck I don't even know what I do with my life anymore uh, I'm a horrible gambler. I'm finding that out. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's about it. You're you're up to you're up to speed on what the Elemental Podcast is. I, I, you give a little uh, quick synopsis of it, and then you move on because I realize the majority of you are not new. I have a very small core audience, and that small core audience. Consists of six people, the six-member mafia, and then the the rest of you, uh, you come and go as you please, and that's uh, that's what podcasting's all about. There's a, a kid, and when I say kid, I mean an actual child. He's fourteen, so I guess I don't know, adolescent, teenager. He started following me on Twitter. God knows why. I'm always uh, apprehensive when someone younger than 18 follows me on Twitter, because I I just say weird shit. I don't give a shit uh, and I shouldn't give a shit because I'm not trying to appeal to or appease young children. Fuck them, fuck them. I don't have any kids. I never wanted any kids. They can eat my balls. (laughs) Although I'd probably go to prison for that if I had a child eat my balls. But anyway, he uh, apparently this this kid is a huge wrestling fan, big fan of the wrestling, of the grapples, and so he wants to start a podcast about wrestling. And he was like, "Oh, you know, I just want to do this and interview people and whatever." This then, w- any suggestions? Yeah, I got a couple. I got a couple suggestions for you. And basically, I just laid out, you know, you need to have an agenda. Just don't don't be like, oh, I love wrestling. I want to do a podcast about wrestling. All right, well, great. What is it going to be? Is it going to be you just giving your commentary and thoughts and opinions on it? Great. Is it you doing interviews? Okay, well, now you're getting more specific, and now you need to go, how am I going to get these people? Because you're not going to be able to get, like, The Rock Stone Cold, Mankind. You're probably not going to be able to find those guys. And they're not not going to have easy access. So you're going to have to get like local small time wrestlers. That other people might not even fucking know who the fuck they are. I think my neighbor is starting a snowblower. I don't really know why. Maybe he's just starting it up to see if it works for the season. But whatever. And then I was like, you got to have an agenda too you got to be like, okay, am I going to do this weekly, monthly, daily? How how are you going to do it? And you got to stick to it because that's how podcasts die. I think if you talk to anybody doing a podcast right now, they tell you, like, it's a lot of work. And so if you stick to something, if you go with something, continue with it. Otherwise, it's going to be shit. It's going to fall apart. And realize that your podcast isn't going to make you money. More than likely, it won't. If you're fortunate enough to get sponsors or uh, you have a Patreon that's relatively successful more power to you but the majority of us podcasters we're we're fucking garbage (laughs) this is not our living you do it for the love of the game and I don't even know what the fuck I love anymore do I love podcasting? apparently I do it every goddamn fucking day I guess I, I must I don't like the sound of my own voice but whatever. So that's what I said. Hopefully it takes it to heart. You got to realize that, I mean, well, that, I didn't even get into the whole like technical aspects of it, of the equipment that you need. Where are you going to host it? All of that shit. I mean, there's a, at least a little level of involvement needed hmm. financially. Speaking of which, I sold another jersey today. How about that, everybody? I'm raking it in. I'm motherfucking rich as fuck. <laughs> and by rich as fuck, I mean, eh, not really. But I'm enjoying it. Over on Macquarie, if you're not on Macari, get over there, M-E-R-C-A-R-I, Macquarie. At least I think that's how you say it. I'm over there, I got my, my jerseys. Jerseys and some other shit. So if you want a sports jersey, get at me. Maybe I got one that you would want. Maybe I got one that someone else would want. It's mostly football, some basketball, some baseball. That's about it. Threw up some shit yesterday. Sold an Adrian Peterson, Minnesota Vikings jersey today. How about that, everybody? Adrian Peterson. I know uh, my boy Kenny didn't want Adrian Peterson to come to the Titans when they're fucking running back. Uh, God, what's his name? Derek Henry, when he went down. They brought in Adrian Peterson for a game, and he's like, ah, fuck that guy. He's a kid beater. I don't know. I'm, be- I'm beginning to fucking like kid beaters. <laughs> if you beat a kid, I understand. <laughs> uh but apparently the titans didn't keep him long i think he lasted only like a game maybe two and they released him again so i don't know where he's gonna end up if he's gonna end up anywhere he's uh, adrian peterson's pretty much done with his career it's over it's over baby he's at the tail end of it all i mean someone might pick him up but yeah he's never gonna be the fucking rb1 he'll be riding the pine filling in occasionally spot spot duty but I sold an Adrian Peterson jersey. How about that? How about that? Oh, uh, my boy! My boy, Matt Harper from another episode podcast. Fame. He and Mandy Elaine. They talk about movies that shaped their childhood. You guys, if you're long time listeners, hi Ween. Ween Dog just came up here by me. Hi Ween. Ween doesn't like it when the neighbors have their Lawn mower going, their snow blower going. She doesn't like all the ruckus. I don't know why. She gets super nervous about it But anyway, my boy Matt Harper Of another episode podcast thing. He is a, a very talented doodler Artiste And uh, I mentioned this on the patreon yesterday, but I felt I should uh, mention it to the wider audience as well You know, so literally Sixes of people can hear me say this. <laughs> uh, he, uh, apparently he stopped by my house unbeknownst to me, took a picture of it. Fucking stalker. And then he uh, he doodled a drawing of it. And then he, he stopped by yesterday and he, he dropped it off. It's framed. It's super nice. And uh, he, he gave me that and his daughter made like this uh, little clay ceramic gnome thing that are in the colors of the buffalo bills of course that's super cool and his wife made some fudge god damn it was a good day so matt uh matt actually would like to doodle things for you so if you'd like for him to doodle his uh your house or whatever else maybe he can draw you like a french girl just to get a hold of Matt Harper. Matt's on a whole. He's on all the fucking. Uh, he's on all the goddamn social media sites. Let me see her. Hold on a minute. Let me go to. Let me go to fucking. Uh, I'm going to go to Twitter. Let me go to fucking Twitter. On Twitter, he's Matt Harper Jokes. All one word, Matt with two T's. Harper Jokes. Now let me go check the insta, the insta, 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 insta. Uh, Harper, he is funny Matty on Instagram. F U N N Y M A T T Y, funny Matty. Oh, but I think he's also got—he's now got a uh, an Instagram specifically for his art which is Matt Harper Art. So yeah, maybe go just to that, Matt Harper Art. And you can see all of his doodles and everything else. So it was just super cool. So I'd like to promote it. I wanna promote people who are good people. Matt's talented, he's helped me out numerous times with this dumb fucking podcast, this motherfucking podcast. So go do that if you could, that would be fantastic. Uh, also if you guys are interested in a Christmas card let me know I've been busy busy this weekend writing out my Christmas cards sending out my Christmas cards I sent out like 60 this weekend I got like 500 so don't feel like you're bothering me by giving me your address and you have to give me your address I don't have your address Stu you mailed me Christmas cards the last six years yeah that's true I don't have your address. Why don't you have my address, too? Well, here's why I don't have your address. One, I don't care. <laughs> Two, uh, people move. That's, ha- that's happened a lot because every year when people give me their address, the, the only time they message me is to give me their address and every year it changes. So people fucking move. People die. That's happened too. People that I would have sent a Christmas card to, they're dead. And uh, four, I don't think it's too much of a hassle for you to give me your address. Fuck. Right? Just give me, uh, I sent out 500 Christmas cards to the majority of which are probably complete strangers. People I've never actually met in real life were just social media presence people. So just send me your address and I'll send you a card. Are they appropriate, Stu? Probably not. I'd probably say fuck in it I'll probably say something else the pictures goofy that's the thing too I when I set out the card a guy here in town he got it today because I mailed it Friday or Saturday and he, so he got it today and he posted a picture of it on his Instagram it was in his insta insta his insta the what is it an insta the reels the stories you know the video shit or whatever he posted it there and then a f- another friend of mine was like God damn, his name is Carl God damn Carl Fucking Cunt, they call- he called him a cunt Because he because uh, he posted the picture Because the picture's funny It's always funny Silly, so if you've gotten it before You know what the deal is And the guy was like, ah fuck, he ruined it for me But I'm like, you don't know what I wrote on the back Because I write shit on the back, everybody I tell a story or I say inappropriate things So, you know the front is funny. Hopefully the back is funny. Uh, a lot of people say they put them on their uh, refrigerator. A lot of people fucking have kept them over the years, like they're trading cards or some shit. So just give me your address if you'd like it. I'm on all the social medias, too. You can, I'm at uh, Funny Matty and uh, Matt Harper Jokes. That's where you can find me. So there we go. Let's do it. I'll get you a Christmas card. I'll get you a Christmas card, motherfucker. So tomorrow is a garbage day for he- for me in Grand Rapids. Tuesday, Tuesday is garbage day. So when I get home from work, generally I don't leave the house again. Generally, I don't want to go outside again. So when I get home, I'm gonna put out the garbage. Right. And it's uh, recycling day, so I pretty much I'll put out the recycling every time because it's free. It's free to put out the recycling for me. I get this big fucking garbage can thing. I don't know, eighty gallons, 120 gallons. I don't know, it's huge. You know, it's got wheels, it's that shit. So I'll put that out every two weeks. Recycling comes around, I'll put that out. I don't put garbage out every time because they charge you every time they pick it up. And so again, I got the hugest one, so I put it out maybe not even once a month. I'll just let it sit in my garage, and fucking when it's full, it's full. And then I'll pay my six bucks or whatever it is for them to come and get it. So it's out there, right? So I have it out there, and um, on my street, the homes that are across from each other, their driveways don't quite match up, right? Right? So it isn't like I can back up out of my driveway and back right up into the neighbor's driveway, across the street neighbor's, right? It's about, I don't know, a couple feet off. So, uh, you know, so you can back out and you're not going to get into the other person's driveway. That's good. The person who was across the street from me is backing out of their driveway, and somehow, I don't understand how this happened, somehow they hit my recycling bin. Because I heard him do it. Because I'm like, what the fuck is that noise? And then I go outside and I, and I look at the bin. And the bin had been spun like 90 degrees. It was no longer facing the way. And so here's the thing. Here's the thing, everybody. People today, and I'm not blaming young people. I'm blaming like everybody. But I think young people in general are just timid drivers. And they don't know how to drive. When you're backing up, you do not need to back your entire car out of the spot, the driveway, whatever, to then turn. As you're backing out of the driveway, your parking spot, whatever, you start to turn. Because what you do is then you just make it... You make it more difficult for you to get out when you back all the way fucking out. And you're also blocking both lanes of, of traffic. And I see this all the fucking time in parking lots. In this day and age, right now, this time of year with Christmas and Black Friday was last week and everybody's buying Christmas shit and whatever. Parking lots are chock full and they're chock full of fucking morons. And I see these people do it, and I'm like, you're going to fucking hit a car, you're going to hit a person. Pay the fuck attention and start to turn. You're not going to hit the car next to you unless the car next to you is right next to you, like right up on you. Just back out like halfway and then start turning. Everybody's afraid of fucking turning and parallel parking and everything else fuck me first off here's the thing everybody get yourself a goddamn stick get yourself a goddamn manual fucking get a manual and then right there you're going to start to feel like a fucking man and then you're going to start wanting a goddamn fucking parallel park you're going to fucking parallel park like a goddamn fucking champ you're going to have the ability to fucking park in a regular spot and you're going to be like fuck that i want a parallel park I'm going to walk an extra 20 minutes out of my way just so I can parallel park. Do it. Don't be a pussy. Parallel park. So today was the first day of Christmas cards for me. I guess technically when Matt came by, he gave me a Christmas card this weekend. But today was the first day that I got one in the mail. I got one in the mail. I got one in the mail. I got one from my friend Sarah. She sent me a Christmas card. She also included two Christmas gifts. And uh, I'm not going to lie, motherfuckers. I open them. I'm not waiting for Christmas. Someone gives me a, a fucking uh, Christmas gift now I'm opening it. If you send me a Christmas gift like a week before Christmas, all right, I'll fucking wait. But now, it's not even December 1st. I'm gonna fucking open it up Speaking of which, December 1st is in like two days. What a good time to subscribe to the Patreon. The Patreon is uh, just five bucks a month What is it, Stu? It's, uh, thanks imaginary person in my head It's the same shit as this shit, just more of the shit So if you like this shit, maybe you'd like that shit So go to Patreon.com P-A-T-R-E-O-N Patreon.com Search Elemental Podcast and Fucking hit the subscribe button Five bucks a month One less ice mocha mocha in your life And you give it to me And you help me pay my furnace And you help me pay my medical bills I'm starting to get my medical bills now I was in the hospital like a month ago Hey, why don't you? Why don't you, motherfuckers, give me the bill when you discharge me? I don't understand it. I hate this whole fucking uh, surprise shit. They fucking sucker punch you later. Give it to me now, so when I have a heart attack at the bill, I'm at least in the right spot where you guys can revive me or whatever. But anyway, please go subscribe to the Patreon. I'm getting back to the Christmas gift. I got two very cool Christmas gifts. I grew up right outside of Buffalo, New York. My friend Sarah is still back in Buffalo. And she sent me a uh, Buffalo, New York coaster. It's, uh, it's the outline of a buffalo. And then it's got all sorts of cool shit in it. It's got like a bottle of uh, blue cheese salad dressing. It's got beef on whack. It's got hot sauce. It's got uh, like Ted's hot dogs, sponge candy. It's got all the cool shit. So uh, that was super cool. Very nice of her to do. And then uh, she sent me something even cooler. How Stu? What would be cooler than that? The cool thing she sent me was a uh, a Christmas ornament. Which will go perfect on my Charlie Brown Christmas tree. I put that up this weekend. You guys know what I'm talking about. The Charlie Brown Christmas tree. That fucking uh, awful looking little tree that Linus had. That's what I got. I got that. It's got one little uh, ornament on it. I did put some lights on it though. So it looks pretty nice. But I'll put this on it too. It is. um, It's got the hand of the Grinch and uh you it would be like where he would be holding like a christmas ornament like he's stealing the christmas ornament from the tree but instead of a christmas ornament it is the one and only mr josh allen the quarterback of the buffalo bills and it is uh it is a picture of him like hurdling a defender <laughs> he's done that a few times over the years and uh, that is the Christmas ornament and is the greatest thing of all time and i told her i uh i texted her i said like oh i got your shit but i said uh now i feel like i gotta get you shit god damn it (laughs) so now i gotta go find her some shit i think i know where i'm gonna go big lots (laughs) if it's not a, a big lots christmas it's not really christmas am i right And I right? God, I would love to have Big Lots as uh, the sponsor, my first sponsor of the podcast. That would be the greatest. However, I think I'm probably, uh, I'd probably scare off a lot of sponsors with my insanity and swearing and all of that shit. They'd be like, yeah, we're... professional business. We sell, like, closeout shit, uh, stuff that nobody wants. That's the kind of business we run over here. We can't fucking uh, support goddamn lunatics. But, uh, but there you go. There you fucking go. There you fucking go. Woo! Uh, All right. Today today was a uh, um, today was a day of work where I uh, did a lot of warehouse work with the boss the bo- it was me and the boss man today We um, we went we dropped off a vehicle for new tires or whatever then we had to go and then he was like all right let's go to stores or whatever we, we went we went to Lansing. To go scrape out a freezer. And this, if you're if you're new to this, I work for Dippin' dots. I deliver all over the state of Michigan. And uh, my co-workers, my two co-workers are shit. They're fucking awful. I, w- I just want to say it to their face. Every time I talk to my boss, I'm like, why haven't you fired these fucks? One because one of the simple things you gotta do is you just clean the freezer. You scrape the freezer because it gets frost on it. You have we have ice scrapers, you get, and then you clean off the fan, because the fan. Is what keeps the thing cold, and you got to clean it, because then it, it doesn't stress itself as much, right? It's as simple as that. And they never fucking do. And so the, the uh, 7-Eleven in Holt, Michigan called, and were like, can you have someone come out and scrape this? The guy, my coworker, was there last Monday. Last Monday. He doesn't do the shit. So my boss came. He saw the buildup. He took pictures of it. He took a picture of the fan, because it looked like it had a pelt on it. Right? It looked like when you open up the lint container from the dryer and you can peel off lint, that's what it looked like. So clearly this motherfucker has been cleaning it. So we went and did that. We went to a school. We just were doing busy work. But have you ever been around someone at work where you're like, fucking Christ, like you can handle them for a little bit. Like you can handle water cooler talk. You can handle a half hour lunch with them. But then, if you got to spend like six, seven, eight hours with them, just you and them in close proximity, you're like, fuck me and fuck you. Why are we doing this? And that's where I get nothing wrong with my boss. I like my boss enough, but I'm not really sure there's anybody that I could be around for eight hours consistently and constantly where I wouldn't want to fucking punch him in the goddamn face. Ugh. Tomorrow school's for me so that'll be good. It'll keep me busy. My boss is trying to keep me busy. He's trying to keep me busy and um I appreciate it. I do need to start looking though for another job. I've been saying it for a long time and I will continue to say it. But fuck. Fuck, you know what I'm talking about? Fuck. Fickity fuck, fuck, fuck. All right. What do we got going on here? I believe the majority of you live in the state of Michigan. That would be my guess. I could be wrong. But I would say yes um consumers energy i'm assuming the majority of you have consumers energy you work with consumers energy they're doing something um they're doing something called our town and what they're doing is uh they're uh let's see it says here consumers energy our town effort will provide holiday shoppers with a dollar-for-dollar match for gift cards they buy through local chambers of commerce and downtown organizations, doubling the amount they can spend at these businesses. So they're looking to match up to $750,000 in gift cards in 63 communities in the Michigan area. Uh, Lauren Youngdale Snyder Consumer Energy Vice President Of Customer Service said Our town made an impact Across Michigan last year and we look forward to seeing The program's dollars and shoppers give a boost To shops and restaurants in their Hometowns Uh, Let's see Participating communities and Organizations are God there's just a shit ton It's all over The state of Michigan Um so what you can do is if you go to Consumers Energy, you can probably see the full list. I mean, I got it right here, but fuck, I'm not going to tell you it. I'm not going to read it. That's just crazy. But if you go, I'm assuming if you go to like uh, Chesaning Chamber of Commerce, Bay, Bay Area Chamber of Commerce, Adrian, Chamber of Commerce. You just go to these commerces and I guess you can buy gift cards. And that's a good thing. Today was Cyber Monday. This weekend was Small Town or was it Small Business Saturday? I was trying to get people to go to my Macari. Didn't fucking work. <laughs> or people did. Actually, I think people did. And then they just didn't find anything they wanted, which is fine. I don't have shit for everybody. I get it. I'm still, I am super small business. But that's pretty cool that consumers is doing that. So uh, if you uh, uh, buy a gift card in one of the sixty-three communities in Michigan, you can maybe double your amount. There you go. Although again, I do find it weird that it doesn't really tell you how, other than I guess you go to the uh, Chamber of Commerce. The story is incomplete and live. You suck balls. Uh, I saw the story several times over the weekend. I thought about talking about it um, And maybe you guys have heard about it. I don't know how I feel about all of this But uh, this happened in Vegas and you know what happens in Vegas, right? Uh, bad things happen in Vegas Because uh, this was bad too. This ha- the University of uh, Las Vegas University of Nevada Las Vegas there was a fraternity that put on a fight night to raise money for uh, I think it was like a, a boys club kind of thing and it was two fraternities fight. they were fighting each other the Kappa Sigma fraternity hosted this fight night on November 19th so 10 days ago they did it at the Sahara Event Center I don't know what the fuck that is they did a weigh-in So, I mean, clearly there was a lot to this thing, right? They were putting a lot of time and energy into it. What I didn't understand was the main event included one of the fraternity brothers who had never boxed before in his life. And when I saw a picture of this guy, he just looked like, an average dude. He didn't look very big. He looked like he weighed probably 150 pounds or something. He was not a big kid. He was not a muscular kid from the pictures that I saw. And his name, uh, where the fuck is it? It was, uh, where the fuck did it go? Where, why am I? It was just right here. Uh, there it is. Nathan Valencia. Jesus, Stu. You fucking idiot. Well, Nathan Valencia got his ass handed to him, and uh, he died. He died, everybody. He died. Not not right away. He died four days later. Apparently, he went to the hospital and he died, and he just had the shit kicked out of him. And uh, there was a press release from uh, the attorneys of the family... The Valencia family is heartbroken over the loss of Nathan. Our preliminary investigation reveals mistakes were made and safety precautions overlooked, which, again, I don't understand. If you're having this at, like, a ballroom, you're doing a weigh-in, you got all this shit, clearly it seems like somebody knows something about something, so I don't understand. Like, apparently there weren't medical doctors there. Maybe the referees weren't uh, trained appropriately. I have no fucking idea. We will be completing a full investigation to determine how UNLV and Kappa Sigma fraternity could allow or promote an event like this to take place. Well, again, it was off campus. And I think uh, even though the the fraternity is uh, associated with the university, you can do whatever the fuck you want, right? But they go college students should not be placed in a situation where they're pitted against each other for combat. Why the fuck not? I mean, he did it willingly. It wasn't like he was to, he was forced to do it. Again, it's very unfortunate that this kid died. Clearly, they don't want anybody to die. But don't come at me and be like, "Oh my God, fucking uh, Valencia!" They put him in there against his will. Oh fuck! It was like uh, like slave fights or some shit like that. I don't know. got it? It was all they were raising money for a charity. He, I'm assuming this kid, he was 20 years old. He's like, I'll get in there. I'll throw some punches, whatever. I was a, uh, a celebrity. I use the term very loosely. I was a celebrity commentator at a boxing event. Uh, it was me and uh, this guy. God, was it Todd Chance? I think it was Todd Chance. We were like the... the ringside commentary people which is weird because they weren't I, I don't know anything about boxing they just chose me because I'm sure I, I did it well I, I know I did it for free and I'm a comedian and they just thought I'd, I'd fucking make crack jokes because it was celebrities, local celebrities local newscasters uh, radio disc jockeys whatever and they're all fucking punching each other, they're all headgear on and fucking oversized gloves and they're punching each other and whatever they was to raise money for whatever. This is very odd. So the, the same thing here. This kid was doing it. And clearly they were taking things way more seriously than the thing that I was fucking doing ring announcement on. Nobody fucking was getting hit to the point where like they were going to go down. But trust me, everybody. If I'm in a ring and I'm having the shit kicked out of me, I'd be like, I'm out. I'm not getting paid for this shit no one's paying me to get my face punched in go fuck yourself you won kid i'm walking out of here on my own two feet but the uh the campus the university president sent uh an email to everybody on campus and he writes it is with a heavy heart and profound sadness i share that a member of the unlv family is no longer with us Nathaniel Tyler Valencia has passed away following a tragic incident a week ago. Nathan was a junior at UNLV and had participated in Kappa Sigma fraternity's fight night, an off-campus event and intended to raise money. Soon after his fight, Nathan collapsed and was taken to a hospital. We are shor- uh, shocked and heartbroken it was more mourn the loss of one of our own. Coping with the loss of life is always difficult, especially under these circumstances. UNLV is committing all available resources to review the incident and determine how off-campus events like these can be as safe as possible. Our deepest sympathies go out to his family, friends, and loved ones. I'm sure words cannot describe the feeling of grief and emptiness. They They are in our thoughts during this very difficult time. The rebel community shares their loss. I mean, what else is this guy supposed to say? Right? Oh my God. Please don't sue us. We didn't know anything about this shit. Just crazy. So yeah, unfortunate. It's weird that more people uh weren't kind of paying attention. Safety issues. You would think that would be the most important thing. Oh my god, we're punching each other in the face. Safety first. Awful. I remember when I was in college, uh, I didn't do any like that celebrity boxing shit. Oh my god, there's Todd Chance. I was just talking about Todd Chance, and now he's like popped up on a little commercial thing. Todd Chance is on Fox 17. He does this thing after the morning news called the Morning Mix. It's very much uh, soccer mom shit, and he's perfect for it. He's perfect for that kind of stuff. But when I was in college, we didn't have boxing nights like that. When I was a junior, we uh, we did slap boxing. We would slap each other in the face (laughs) No punching, slapping And we did it though like we were boxing though So it wasn't like I slap you, you slap me It was like we were just boxing but with slaps And I remember uh, there was this guy God, what the fuck was his name? Sean Patrick Murphy What the fuck was his name? Brian, that was his name Brian Murphy, that was his name Brian was the champ and I think at some point I called him a pussy. <laughs> so, uh, it, 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 that became like, all right, well now you gotta fight. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. So we made a big deal about me and him fighting. We made like a, a fake ring that we used, uh, like ribbon, uh, to make a ring. And, uh, it, we did it in like the lounge of our fucking dormitory. And, um, we can't, we came out to, uh, Music. I had music. I played fucking. Uh, God damn. What was that classical music song I played? You would all recognize it if I knew it and played it. You'd be like, ah, oh, fuck, I remember that shit. And I used a, a weight belt as like my belt. <laughs> as like I was coming out with a championship belt. It was very funny. I'm a very funny human being. Everybody, super funny. So I came out, and he and I fought, and uh. We did like three rounds of like a minute each or something like that. And I think he, he won. He won the fight because I think he had more hits. He hit slapped me more, but I had, I think everybody would have uh, agreed. I had much better hits than he did. I had more power hits. But he won and no one gives a shit. Whatever. No one's dead. Thank God. How weird! How weird would that be? Headline next day: next day Oh my God, college uh, student dies from slap fights. <laughs> Huge pussy dies from slap fighting. <laughs> awful. Awful. Uh, speaking of death, there was an awful accident that happened at a Home Depot. Uh, long-time listeners will know I hate stores like that. They intimidate me completely Uh, I, I I, Literally I walk in there. I'm like, oh fuck. I don't know what to do. I don't know who to talk to I mean legitimately i've always said you need to have a sherpa when you go into those stores because the the, the fucking shelves are like 50 feet high you got to get a goddamn forklift to get anything off of it. You don't know where anything is. You're just wandering around. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I mean, even the people who work there don't know what the fuck's going on. But this guy who worked for Home Depot, he died. I'm like, oh, God, Stu, what the fuck happened to him? Did uh, did lumber fall on him? No. Did... Uh, did a coworker go nuts and shoot him in the face with a nail gun? That would have been a cooler story, but no, that didn't fucking happen. What happened is this guy, he was operating a forklift, a high-low, and he was unloading supplies from a delivery truck, right? Um, but then in the story, and this is what I don't understand, the story says the forklift tipped over it fell over and it somehow it landed on him and so it it crushed him it killed him this happened at a Home Depot on Fairfax Virginia the guy who died his name is a Paul Gatto and uh, he apparently is he was from Ghana originally but he's been in the States now 10 11 years some shit like that and uh, yeah just a 43 year old dude not very old I don't understand. We got a a high-low at work, and I know I don't know how to drive one. I've always asked the fellas to teach me how to drive. I'm going to have to force my boss to teach me how to work that fucking thing. It can't be that difficult. But uh, it it fell on him, and I don't understand. Those things weigh like a fucking ton, clearly, but I don't understand how it fell on him. I'm going to assume all of that is its operator error. It has to be like he was, uh, he had too much weight on the fork or something. Cause I'm just not, I just don't understand how a forklift can tip over and then fall on you. Cause like if he, if he was in the driver's seat, it can't fall on you because you're like, you're in a cage more or less. And it can't fucking fall on you when you're in the cage. And then if he was outside of it, I mean, that's possible. But then, like, that's, again, that's on him. Because he should be aware of what's going on around him. So the guy who ran um, the delivery truck, he heard the crash. And then he came and he saw the dude getting crushed. And there's, fu- there's not anything you can fucking do. You're not the goddamn fucking Hulk, Captain America, fucking Thor, any of that shit. So you're just like, oh yeah, this dude's dead. Sorry, sorry man, you're dead. You're fucking dead. Home Depot spokesperson Margaret Smith says, We're heartbroken by our loss of a friend and fellow associate of nine years and his family are in her prayers. Lots of thoughts and lots of prayers on these last two stories. Huh just weird what, a, what an awful way to fucking go crushed 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 by a fucking forklift Ugh. Ugh. Uh, all right I'm gonna end on this story here I saw the story and I'm just like it's ridiculous in so many fucking ways and I've never understood these people um, I'm like yeah you're just fu- you're just dumb as fuck and um you hear these stories about people who get married and then they get divorced and then um and then they get remarried and you're like what what are you dumb as shit like why why fucker but that's uh that's what happened here um uh, and these th- th- these are young looking people to me like they don't even look like they're they're not even like 35. They're probably not even 30. I don't think it says here in the story how old they are. But they look young. And so I'm just like, oh, you're dumb as shit. You're dumb as fuck. So they got married. They got divorced. And then now they're remarried. And apparently it was the woman who wanted the divorce originally, Brittany. Of course, Brittany wanted to get divorced divorced um her husband didn't want to but they uh but he apparently filed for it and then, there you go so um so they got remarried though they had been married for nine years separated for a year and a half got divorced and then they now they're remarried again. And now the reason I bring it up is because uh these fucking idiots now have a hundred thousand dollars in debt paying off their divorce. Fucking idiots. How does that happen? How do you have a hundred thousand dollar in debt from your divorce? If you guys were doing so hot and it was an okay marriage, like I don't understand any of it. Uh, Brittany added, our happily ever after is paying off a divorce we never got. What? But for the record, we almost have my side of it paid off. She explained in the comments that the divorce was so expensive, it wasn't as straightforward or mutual. Uh... She continued that they don't like talking about it now, but of course they shared it on fucking TikTok. You dumb bitch. Yeah, we don't like talking about it, but I ha- I'm gonna have it. I'm gonna put this on TikTok. They don't like talking about it now. They are back together, but they did see other people during their split as they had accepted their marriage was over. Brittany said that was one of the hardest parts of getting back together. The story originally appeared uh, we asked each other what we wanted to know which wasn't much and nothing more we tried to come clean about everything in a few conversations with each other because we didn't want to hear about anything from another from anyone other than each other first we set boundaries and have no communication with them I guess that she's talking about the other people they saw they're now happily remarried to one another raising their three kids What's meant for you always finds its way back to you. I don't know. I hope they get divorced again, everybody. I hope they get divorced again. I'm not gonna lie, cause fuck them. Alright, there's this dumb TikTok. I'm gonna see if it plays. Why? Sue. That wow. That was it. That was the t- The TikTok was the two of them in their kitchen. The dumb music's playing. She bends over and it goes, yeah, she wanted a divorce. Then he bends over and says, all right, we got a divorce. And now we're $100,000 in debt. I don't have any sympathy for these fucking idiots, these young, dumb fucks. Kids today. Kids today. They talk about, oh, my God, we're going to be in debt forever. We'll fight. Some of that's your fucking responsibility. Fucking $100,000 in debt. Eat my asshole. Who do you think? All right, I'm going to assume. I'm going to assume that he cheated on her. Right? That's what I'm going to assume. Because she wanted a divorce and he didn't. I'm sure it was like he was apologizing. Oh, my God. Sorry, honey. I'm out of here. I want a fucking divorce. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Ugh, awful. All dumb. Uh, First off, everybody, don't get married. And then you don't have to worry about divorce. The only reason you should ever get married is to get goddamn insurance. (laughs) That's it. You don't need anything else. All right, everybody, that's it. I'm done. I am done. I'm looking at these two dogs. I'm going to write some Christmas cards, crank them out. So uh, thank you guys for listening. If you guys can go listen to another episode podcast, I already talked about Matt Harper, but go listen to his podcast. He and Mandy Lane, they talk about movies that shaped their childhood. So these are movies that are like 20 years old or older. So they've been around a long time. These are movies you've seen, you've heard of. No spoilers. So go uh, listen every Wednesday when they drop new episodes on your favorite podcast platform. And you can follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Another episode podcast. Then we got Adam House. He and his wife, Stephanie, they do a little Facebook thing called the Sunday Slaw. They talk about coleslaw. And uh, they do Facebook Lives of themselves, eating coleslaw and giving the year and the nay. And Adam, he also is going to be writing Christmas cards. So if you would like a Christmas card, get it. Adam House. He's over there on the facial book, Adam House. And then, uh, last but not least, magic, J-B-M. That's John Badass Midgley. He is a magician, so he's got a page for all his magic stuff. He Actually, he sent me a meme today of a pumpkin pie that had been cut up into slices. And then some fucking asshole cut a slice out in the middle, a little triangle in the middle of it all. And then I told him, I said, I'd murder a motherfucker. If someone did that, I don't know, is it because you don't want crust? Is that it? Is that why you fucking did it? Just take a piece and cut the crust off, you fucking asshole. I'd murder a motherfucker. But anyway, uh, he, JB, magic, JBM, go like that page and you'll get to see all of the magic stuff over there. So do that. Consider subscribing to the Patreon. And that's about it. Send me your address if you want a Christmas card. I love you guys. I'm done. Talk to you guys later. Have a good one. Goodbye.